Hey, hey y'all. y'all. And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's Misty. It's Ani. And we are here at the end of Harry Potter. We've reached the end. The final. The final end. <laughs> The final, the end of the end, like we have reached the final Harry Potter movie. I feel like we've been watching this series for an eon, but at the same time, it's kind of bizarre, in all honesty, that we've... Like, what? what's next? I mean, I know what's next, yeah, but... But, like, it's it's bizarre to just reach the we've end of... We've just been doing it for so long. Honestly, it's been so many months of Harry Potter. It's probably been like what seven, eight months of Harry Potter at this point because we do pretty much a movie a uh, a month, a month. Yeah. So yeah, it's about Holy probably shit. about eight months of Harry Potter. So <laughs> damn. But then to be fair, we can talk about Harry Potter for a very long time. So. We can. We will always talk about Harry Potter. I mean, we, you, not 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 we, you, connected somehow harry potter with rocky horror picture show so <laughs> clearly we that. can talk about harry potter forever yeah so we can we can really uh we can really connect some dots here oh. so whew. it's been it's been interesting in all honesty it's it's been a, a ride it's kind of bizarre to just watch them so close together and see like you know daniel radcliffe and you know emma watson and everything and then they just grow and get older right like, they just so quickly. Grow up, like uh, you know like the difference the between like, oh my god the difference between like the second and third movie alone is really big <laughs> and it's just like not really... even that even the first and the second one yeah. is a lot big different they were so little <laughs> they were just little. little things they were prepubescent they're just so little and now you know like at the end of this movie they're just all adults and stuff and i can't imagine how weird it would have been to like spend what was probably a decade of their lives if not more doing this franchise and then for it just to be over like it would be they weird cried. Yeah. they oh, cried yeah oh yeah when i when i watched the uh the 20th anniversary reunion thing mm-hmm. just the emotions on all of their faces like that scene in the first one where they dive at the end of the first one where they dive through the the flu powder chimneys yeah the fireplaces when they dove through that that was the last scene they ever filmed i've seen um clips of them as they finish like filming the last scene and stuff like that and everybody just kind of like sits there just like not really knowing what to do and just crying yeah it would be like it's over yeah like I mean, they spent so much of their lives as a part as these characters. It would be really hard. They to grew put it up. Down. With, they grew up in this franchise. Like they yeah. really grew up ten years playing these characters. I don't know if at the end I would hate it or if I would just feel devastated at knowing I wasn't going to play this character anymore. Probably both. You know, like I imagine probably after devastated. A while. You'd probably be very devastated, but you'd be like, I did. I was a part of something big. Yeah, and like you'd get that that sense and everything, but like so many of these actors walked away with alcohol problems, and it's just kind of like I want to say that's the uh, that's um what's the word I'm looking for the side effect of being a child actor. 
Yeah, like, I don't know. So many child actors got into drugs, alcohol, wayward ways, something. Yeah, like, I I just don't really know if, even given the opportunity to be part of a franchise like that, if that was a, a big risk, and it is with child actors, like, I don't think I'd want to do it. Because, like, so many of them walked away with so many problems, and it's just kind of like, eh. Not True, sure, but- not sure how much I'd want to do that. I mean, granted. Uh, they earned a fuck ton of money. So true. You know. But think of it this way: um, if you were a child actor, with you know, like, I mean, you have the mom you have. I have the mom I have. Yeah. With our moms around us as a child actor, we would be fine no, because yeah, any little fair. toe out of line, we fucking but slap across the face. Get get your shit together. That's fair. Like <laughs> I don't think we would really had you and I personally would not have had problems. But that's yeah. fair. <laughs> that's very true. I wouldn't mind doing it now because like oh, now. like that wouldn't phase me at all. But uh like peer pressure as, as a 30-year-old adult like no. What like, peer pressure? Peer pressure my ass would be like um do you have any idea how little I I leave the house no matter what anyone says like no you're not getting me to do anything I don't want to do. You're like you're going to get me to do anything let alone anything I don't want to do. Fair. That is fair. It's also mm-hmm. very true. I can't believe this came out in 2011. It's been 11 years since this movie came out. I know. That's real weird. That's real weird. I mean, I remember sitting in theaters and watching it. It was just like, it was real weird. Um, I went to every midnight premiere yeah. of these movies, starting with the second one. I, in, I want to say it was my junior, you know, my, either my sophomore or my junior year. Mm-hmm. Where I literally in Sharpie, like silver Sharpie, I wrote down on once on on the straps yeah. of my backpack the dates that all the books came out, and on the back of it, I wrote down all like the dates that the movies came out. Aww. Well, that's cute though. I, I want to say I still have this backpack. I just don't know where the hell I put it. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think I went to see. I didn't go to any of the movie premieres, and I didn't go to any of the book releases for this. I don't I don't think I went to any of the book releases. Maybe I might have gone to the seventh one. I don't remember, but I know for five and six for sure I didn't because my dad had them shipped to me. Yeah. When I was in uh when I was overseas for summer. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember them having the events at the local Barnes and Noble, but I didn't go to um any of that. So I didn't go to that. I um, I remember them hosting the Harry Potter ones. And then I remember them hosting the ones for Twilight, but I didn't go to any of that either. So I have, however, seen Stephanie Meyer. Like I went to one of her uh, when she came to visit Barnes and Noble for a book signing um, when I was a student. Uh, and uh, she, they were too many people and they hosted it at my high school. So like I went. And I oh, Jesus. Yeah, they hosted it at my high school, so I was just, that's the only reason I knew she was going to be there, because there were flyers at my high school, so I went and I, I saw her. I didn't get autographs or anything like that, but I saw her talk, so. You know who I got to see at my high school? Like, I didn't actually get to meet them, because yeah. such a big deal. But the fact that it was in my high school to begin with was really weird. Um, we were in fifth grade. I remember this, because I remember which which side of the building we were in. We were in fifth grade mm-hmm. and the Olsen twins were at our school and they used our gym to film one of their movies. What? Like their, their, their direct-to-video movies. Like it wasn't in like, it wasn't a big one. What? 
okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, the fuck? <laughs> like, why are the Olsen twins here? That's weird. And did you see them? I We saw them because we yeah. would see them walking around like the quad and everything, mm-hmm. but we no one could get up to them. Yeah. That's so weird, though. Now I want to know which one it was. Uh, Mary, Kate, and Ashley. Half the time I it forget. It wasn't one of the big ones. Yeah. It was one of their straight to, like, DVD. Yeah. That's so bizarre. Mostly just because I've never, I've never heard of, uh, <laughs> like, why would you, f- well, I guess LA high schools are... Yeah, but, but nobody would have yeah, filmed in my hours. <laughs> hours. Yeah, we are tiny. Yeah, like why the fuck are you there? That's fair. Like I, like nobody was gonna film in my school because my school was an old rundown piece of garbage. So it's fair. Uh, I don't know how nice your school's gym was, but ours was a dumpster fest. Uh, I, I mean, it's th- nice. It was nice. It wasn't the best, but it was nice. Yeah. Ours was okay, I guess. I've been in nicer. <laughs> I've definitely been in nicer. My first middle school's one was nicer. Then again, <laughs> my very first middle school that I went to for half of seventh grade was uh, a brand new school. Like, it opened the year I went there. So, it was my first public school experience. <laughs> it's going to bug me. So, I've been reading this fan fiction. It's almost 650,000 words. That you were is telling me. That is longer than the entire um, Lord of the Rings trilogy by oh, over wow. 100,000 words. <laughs> like the wow. Lord of the Rings trilogy only hits like, I think it was said like 530,000. And uh, it's obviously it's longer than Les Mis. So it's uh, 87 chapters. And I'm... Ooh. Yeah, I'm 30 chapters into it, and I started it yesterday. 87 chapters. 87. 87, sorry. Oh, yeah, and I, I started it yesterday, and I'm on chapter 30 now. So I, uh, like, like I, I don't read a lot of paper books anymore, but I do still read a lot. Because I didn't even blink when I saw that, how long it was. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, another really long fic, that's fine. So oh, you're insane. Yeah, I've read much longer ones. I've definitely read ones that have like 100 plus chapters to them. And I'm just like, as long as it's finished, I don't mind. It's just the ones that are still in progress that drive me nuts. So and it is it is finished. So and it might have a sequel. I haven't. Uh, it has a like a link that tells you it's part of a series. So if it has a sequel, that'd be really cool. But uh, OK, so far, it's really good. So like I'm it is a Harry Potter fan fiction, too. So. Bro, that's just a lot. It's a lot. It's really, really long, but it's really, really good. Like, 30 chapters have gone by pretty fast, in all honesty. So I'm just like, okay, that's cool. So, but 650,000 words is uh, one of the longer ones I've read, but I don't think it's the longest, so. A lot for me. It's really long. <laughs> like, I won't, I won't deny that it's really long, but I spent a bunch of time today since I have the day off uh, just yeah. reading, so. Yeah. So, like, I've, I've, I do still read a lot. I just don't tend to read paper novels anymore. <laughs> I read a lot of fan fiction, so very long fan fiction. So, and but You're I just, insane. yeah, and I'm like, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't phase me that it's that long. 
I was just looking at it and I'm like, is it completed? And then I was reading how long it was. I'm like, it's probably one of the longer ones I've read. <laughs> it's not the, I don't think it's the longest. As I do believe I, I read one. I think it was also a Harry Potter one that was 720,000. I think. Yeah, I think it was about 720,000 um, earlier this year. So like it, it doesn't, they don't phase me. Uh, but, uh, it's really good. So I'm just, I, I like it so far. So it was, and I, I was looking for one and I was going through like my normal, like looking for time travel stuff or some alternate uh -huh. use stuff. And then this one just kind of hit me in the face and I was just like, ha, huh. kind of a weird premise, but I'll go with it. So found it. You found it. It's called you're invited to Mary Kate and Ashley's school dance party. It was one of, it was part of their you're invited series. Okay, okay. I didn't know they had a You're Invited series. They had 10. You're invited to the sleepover party, Hawaiian beach party, birthday party, Christmas party, mall party, ballet party, camp out party, costume party, fashion party, and school dance party. God damn. And I will show you this for a second. See that background? See mm. that gym? Yeah. That's my gym. All right. <laughs> That's my fucking gym. A musical party series? Is it a musical? <laughs> I don't remember. It says two rockin' episodes. Did they have a TV show? Was it a TV show? Um, kind of. I mean, they had the um the well, Adventures like, of Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. And I think this is like an offshoot of that. Like they're you're invited. Hmm. Type thing. That's weird. But it does look like a nice These girls gym. had so much. They had they had so many different things. That's true. Looks like a nice gym though. Not a bad gym. Yeah. I don't uh yeah. Goodbye. Thank you. Packages. I'm gonna share my screen with you real quick. Okay. Let me stop sharing. There you go. There you go. This is my school gym. This ugly ass thing. <laughs> This ugly ass green and yellow bullshit <laughs> was my gym. So, yeah, it was. It always smelled weird. So, always. I wow, that's an old ass picture. That's the building still being built. Fuck. Um, I'm looking. Fuck. I'm looking at images from my school now. And be like, can I find pictures of the gym? Uh. Is this? Oh, there's a picture of the pool that always smelled like weed. The picture of the pool that always smelled like weed. This is my high school itself. It's just a boring piece of brick. The golden eagles. Mm-hmm. I want to show you this. You know how many fucking times we had to do this bullshit over the years? Show Look me. This. Do you see this? Do you see this? Oh, These are all you students. gather to spell out words. That's so yes. stupid. Yeah, the seniors would always be back here in their sweaters, and then 10th and 11th grade would be up here, probably the 9th graders. And the rest of them, this is all of this that you see that spells out A G B U M D S with whatever the fuck that circle is. All of this is K through 12. No. That's our entire school. Why? Why would you? They make you guys do that. That's that. so stupid. See that? Yeah. That's everybody. Wow. Okay. That's like my graduating class. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking school. Look at this. It was still being built. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said you had like a thousand kids in your school. Is that right? 
at its peak when I was there, at its peak, we had 1,100 kids. Okay, that's cool. Let's do this. Let's watch the beginning of the end of our childhood. (laughs) Of our adolescence. Our growing years. All right, let's go. We start with Voldemort being a creepy, creepy necrophiliac as he... uh, He's really close to Dumbledore's corpse. He, like he's, he gets real close to Dumbledore. And it's just like, mm, he dead though. So like. <laughs> why? Why? I mean, it's not like Voldemort really has to worry about getting a disease from a dead body or anything like that. If he dies, he'd just come back to life. And the music is so creepy. The music is just so somber. It's not even creepy. It's somber. Yeah. That is a lot of. Death or uh, dementors around the school. Lot of dementors, lot of them. And Snape being a bat, <laughs> being a bat. He's just standing there like some kind of vampire, and it's just like, okay, I'm Batman. Even for, even for England, like this, like I guess they're in Scotland, but like even for the UK, this is really gray. Like everything yeah. is real gray. It could be set in Gotham, considering how dark and gray it is, so. <laughs> An alternate universe where Snape is Batman. Let's, let's not. <laughs> Didn't all of the other movies start with the same theme song, except for this one? Because I feel like we hear the, you know, the, the trademark music at the beginning of them, except for this one. Hmm, probably. That's a terribly shaped house. Bill and Flores Cottage. It is an actual fucking triangle with two arms that just stick straight up, like as uh, got a fireplace on both sides. That's so weird. I just can't see Floor Delacour living in this house because it's Floor Delacour. Yeah, like it's not that it's bad. It's just well, it it was their aunt. All right, it belonged to their aunt. I'm sorry, but the Weasleys have had to rebuild their house multiple times, and they never bothered to go live in this cottage, even, like, just to send a couple of them to stay there. You're telling me they never go on vacations, but they could have been taking vacations to this cottage the whole fucking time to go to the beach? Like, why? Why not? (laughs) I don't know. Alive. Grimple is such a little dick. Yeah, that's fair. He's in the fan fiction I'm reading right now. Ah. <laughs> I like how they found him goblin-sized pajamas. They probably just made one. That's fair. I just shrunk some of maybe Bill's stuff. <clears throat> Goblin going, where did you get this? How did you get this? And Harry's just like, it's complicated. How do you want me to tell you that uh, I was in the forest running for my life. I saw a lake, saw a doe, Patronus, and ta-da, sword. Yeah, how do I explain to you that somebody captured a partially corporeal Patronus that was capable of carrying a sword around? Like, I don't know how to explain that to you. And Grip was like, only Snape would have recognized the, the fake from the real one. It's like, who? Oh, yeah, we get to see the big old Gringotts escape. Yeah, that's true. That was a good ride, too, when we went to Universal. That was such a good ride. That was cool. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I liked being, just being in the building. Like, it was a really nice building. 
And they had all the uh, um, the goblins uh-huh. at their stations yeah. at the bank. Oh, my God. That chandelier was massive. Dude, so much detail went into this oh, place. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was really, really pretty. It's just like, whoo. I liked the cottage, especially I really enjoy how much of the roof is glass on one side. Like, that looks really cool. But, like, it's really small. <laughs> yeah. And very I mean, they are only two people, so. Yeah, but, like, those rooms, because of the way the roof is shaped, those rooms upstairs have got to be a nightmare to live in. Like, you know half of that room is at such a slant. You can't do anything with it. It's really dusty and creaky. It's like, you really need to spend, like, a whole ass week just mm-hmm. upgrading this shit. You need to really, like, expand your walls. See, like, this room is perfectly square. Nothing, and it has windows on both sides. Like, you can tell this is not the same building because, for one thing, none of the walls are super slanted. And for another thing, there's wall, there's windows on both sides of the room. <clears throat> like, that's weird. Like, it's obviously not the right, like, building. Unyielding? Is that what he said? Yeah, unyielding. Okay. Bellatrix's wand looks weird, in all honesty. It, mm, I've always had issues with her wand. It just looks like a branch. Like, just a, an actual, just straight branch. I mean, you're much nicer. I, I My mind went somewhere else. I mean, my mind definitely went to that area, too. But, like, it also just looks like a weird-ass branch that nobody bothered to, like, stand down. Draco's wand is really boring looking. Have you met Draco? I mean, that's (laughs) fair. That's fair. (laughs) But, like, if you compare it to, like, Sirius's wand, which looks so cool because, like, it has all of these, like, designs and everything to it. I really wish they went into more detail about how Ollivander creates wands. I'd like to know uh, just what wand making in is. general. Yeah, like, like I'd, I'd like to know how they're made. Like, does he handcraft them? Is there magic involved? In like, what's the whole process? Like, how does he get the core like in there and all that? So, I'd love to yeah, hear. Yeah, I thought about that too. I'm like, how do you just how? Yeah, and like, process? why are there only three cores? And it's just like, what? Uh, I I have a feeling you could find a fanfic on that. Oh, I've I've definitely read fanfiction on okay. it. To be fair, I've definitely read fanfic on it. But like, I'm curious what the actual like reason is. I've I've read fanfiction too, where people will go to like Gogorovich instead, and there's like he uses different cores than the ones that Allmander uses, and you go to different continents and like different countries. You like they there's the theory that the ones in um, the U.S. they use different cores than uh, the ones in Britain. I'm not even sure that's a theory. That just might be fact. <laughs> I feel like maybe when they released all that stuff about the American Wizarding World before Fantastic Beasts came out, that might have been a thing. It's like, yes, I'm pretty sure that's Bellatrix's hair on me. Yeah. <laughs> Helena like <laughs> does some really great acting when she's pretending to be Hermione in, in these scenes. I know, right? Like, it is a complete change in body language. (laughs) She's such an amazing actress. And I didn't realize how short she was, because she's still the same height as uh, Ron and Harry. And now they're going to go break into Gringotts. Yay! Battle scene! That kind of boded well for Harry's investment future, you know, as he got older. (laughs) That guy looks like Voldemort. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, no Hermione. No, no one says fuck. Bellatrix is not saying good morning. It's like people just probably think she just cracked even more. But like that guy who said hello to Bellatrix looked like a knockoff version of Voldemort, but just with a nose. He's even wearing the same outfit. Grifok looks so offended that Harry offers to give him like a piggyback ride. Yeah, the, hey, the... you need you need to walk faster. I can carry you. Right. <laughs> like the ride at Universal looks exactly like this room. It does. Just with, I think, less uh, counter space. I don't think they have these counters. I think this is where the lines were. So I know there was like one row of counters, but I don't think I don't remember there being two. I really like her outfit, like Bellatrix's outfit. Mm-hmm. I want that dress. I want her shoes. Mm. I would require a comb, though. <laughs> or like, a, like, I couldn't do my hair that way. Just all the curls all over. Mm-hmm. A little angrier. Yeah. She doesn't even Why? look like her. She looks younger here. Like, I know, she, like, it's still her. She like, looks the cleaner in them because she looks cleaner with her makeup, I think. Because yeah. as Bellatrix, she's more, she looks more unhinged. Yeah. Now, my question is, how come when Harry, Ron, and Hermione use Polyjuice Potion and turn into whoever they're turning into, they keep their voices? But when Barty Crouch Jr. was parading around as Mad-Eye, he sounded just like Mad-Eye. I think it's for the purpose of the audience. Like, in a book, okay. you can just say that they have this appearance and it doesn't matter. But, like, okay. I think they're worried that people as an audience are too fucking stupid to understand that this is Hermione. I can't I can't say anything because people are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, Harry casts an unforgivable. Just under his cloak, just going, ah! Imperio. Let her in. That's pretty much how the ride felt, too. <laughs> the way they're being jerked around like that. <laughs> that guy who's just like, no, this no. lovely, like, la, 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 la. <clears throat> That's a dragon. A dragon, you say? Oof. It oh, just goodbye. dumps them into a ravine. And Hermione once again saving all their lives. Of course. They were all just going to crash to the ground and die. If it washes away all enchantments, never mind. I was going to say, does it also get rid of the, um, the Imperius? It very yeah. much did. <laughs> there you go. Oh, now and Ron's now Ron did it. Unforgivables. Just so, like, letting unforgivable curses go. Is the entirety of London under, like, ground a bank because <laughs> like this is fucking huge deep underground yeah like they have to make sure like no subway tunnels run into the bank by accident this always bothered me both oh, in the book the- and in the movie where they're doing that sound that yeah. cracking sound to scare the the, the poor dragon, dragon the that's mission. been tortured and chained up it's blind too like come on yeah thing yeah i always did feel bad for the dragon at least it escaped then go hermione yeah right? the champion of all things they just lock themselves in this vault see like look at all this shit that's in bellatrix's vault like why did harry's vault only contain a small pile of gold when the potter family is an like an ancient house like it should have a bunch of stuff in it too i'm convinced that the vault that harry accesses is only like the vault that his parents left him and it's not like the potter family vaults that they're actually additional that, vaults 
That would make sense. Because, yeah, it's a long-ass history. Because both James and Lily should have one. And you can't tell me Lily didn't keep stuff, like pictures and stuff like that. Right? And then, like, then there should be the Potter family vault. So there, I'm, I think there should be at least three or four vaults somewhere. You could have told them that before, that yeah, everything no sh- will multiply. And now they're just going to drown in an ocean of cups. And it gets heavier and heavier. Mm-hmm. Like, Harry's just riding the giant mass of cups, like, up to the uh, two Hufflepuff's cup. With the sword, it's like, I'm going to get you. Yep. <clears throat> Fucking goblins, man. Being an asshole. And he's just like, I said I'd get you in, but I didn't say I'd get you out. And just like, thanks, dude. Asshole. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, they gave you what you wanted. Like, you wanted the sword, you got the sword. No shit. I would totally double cross him. Isn't like what, uh, what's his face? Wasn't Harry already thinking of double, double crossing him? Probably. Oh, well, the bank teller's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the goblin guards dressed like muggle police officers? Like, that's so weird. That is a good question. Like, orders don't dress that way. So why do the, why would the goblins dress like muggle police officers? And Hermione just being completely insane as she jumps on a dragon. Then get on the dragon! She's just, and then she's looking at them no like, well, let's go! <laughs> I am really glad the dragon escaped, though. Yes. Yay. Goodbye, goblins. More people falling into the abyss. Y'all I, don't reckon, realize that something's like shaking? Right. Come on. I can't even just, imagine. Can you imagine? Like, Jesus. <laughs> you're, at, you're just at your daily job all of a sudden this fucking giant dragon comes out from the floor. You're just sitting there counting some change and then all of a sudden fucking dragon comes up out of the floor like, ah! I can't even imagine how they held on to this dragon. Like, you have to use a sticking charm to keep yourself to this dragon. As it climbs up this giant, like, cavern and then busts through a floor and then a ceiling. Look at her. She's got, like, I can, I got fresh air for who knows how long. Yeah. Poor thing. It doesn't know how high to go. It's never really had a chance to fly. But it's so happy. And now it gets to live out the rest of its life all happy. It looks more like a wyvern. Because it's got only the back legs. Yeah, it doesn't really have front legs, so that its front legs are attached to the wings. That's what yeah. a white wyvern looks like. But did the horn tail have front legs? I don't remember the horn tail having front legs. I will look. Because I don't think it had front legs either. No, it shows it crawling around with its uh, wings, the claws at the top of its wings. Oh, I see it. Yeah. So they're all wyverns. Or maybe this is just their interpretation of dragons because they were dragon. dragons in the book. A wyvern is a dragon, though. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fair. It's a type of dragon. <laughs> oh, Harry's drowning and having weird flashbacks about Voldemort, who's now aware of the Horcruxes. Right? They're all being destroyed one by one. Mm-hmm. Oopsie! Oopsie daisy. Sorry, you were snake face. didn't you? <laughs> sorry, snake face. Sorry, not Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Snake face. He's not He's not letting him in on purpose. It just. It does bother me that everybody always accuses him. And it's just like, you can't let him in. He's like, he's not doing it on purpose. It's not like he's seeking Voldemort out. Right? <clears throat> there is no planning. 
I like that. It's just like none of our plans have ever worked, Hermione. We plan, we get there, and all hell breaks loose. That's that's just how it goes. Look how pale they are. So fucking pale. Like they're paler than I am, and that's really saying something. Oh, look at those low cut jeans are on. Well, Harry's got that shirt that he's been wearing for the last four movies. (laughs) Just the long sleeve version. That's a lot of bodies on the floor. It is. There's what looks like a couple goblins. Some Death Eaters. I mean, yeah. Aren't they all at Gringotts right now? No. Yep. Oh, Mario. And you you wanted that sword for what, Griphook? Like, you goblins made it doesn't mean it's going to stay with you. It's magical. That's true. It's going to go where it's going to go. Go- Goblins made it for Gryffindor. Does what it wants. It will will go where the fuck it decides it wants to go. Why does the alarm in Hogsmeade sound like a bunch of cats screaming? (laughs) I was about to say, why are there screeching cats all over Hogsmeade? It's an alarm for the curfew that was set up. But why does it sound like cats? I don't know, but it really does, and it's real weird. I can't get over the screeching cats. It's really just the most bizarre sound they could have picked for the alarm. You just follow the random voice. Right. Could be a trap. No idea. Oh, they don't care. They've walked into stupider traps, to be fair. This is true. <laughs> They're all just like, that dude looks so much like Dumbledore. And it's just like, Hermione, you read the book that Rita Skeeter wrote. Like, you read it. You know he has a brother and a sister. They can all be really stupid sometimes. They're finally explaining the mirror. However, in in this movie, it's a shard, right? And like, but it wasn't a, a that's not what Sirius gave him though, right? No, he smashed his mirror in the sixth book, didn't he? Or the fifth book. He threw it, and I think he smashed it after he tried to use it to talk to Sirius. Yeah. After Sirius dies? I think he's in the room and he throws it. I think, yeah, and then all he had left was a shard. Yeah. Oh, shut up, Harry. Yeah, he's all like, Mnungus had no right to sell you that mirror. It's just like, Harry, shut up. You're getting the help you wanted, all right? Shush. And nobody cares about your propriety. Seriously, no one gives a shit. (laughs) <laughs> and all of the kids just like immediately go towards all of like the food that he sets out it's like oh my god f- sustenance because someone forgot to pack food yeah did he now <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know he was to say that but it sounds like something you should say yeah finally know, somebody in this fucking movie <laughs> speaks some truth about dumbledore it's just like, it's not a mission he gave you. It's a suicide mission. And it's just like, yeah. not an errand. It's a suicide mission. You are going to die at the end of this. It's just like, that's been Dumbledore's plan the whole fucking time. Is to make sure you die. <laughs> Aberforth is great. He's just calling out everyone's bullshit against Dumbledore. Like, mm-hmm. like I trusted him. Did you? Did he ever fucking tell you what you need to do any of this? No? Hmm. It's like, stop being a naive child and think for yourself, Harry. Harry just threw down some truths, though. He's like, I don't give a fuck what you think, dude. It's like, (laughs) we're all just gonna fucking die, so, like, let's do this. We might as well go out fighting. Yeah. Isn't it kind of morbid to, like, just have this giant portrait of your sister that you, your dead sister that you talk to? Right. I can understand having, like, photographs, but, like, it is a massive painting. Like, a massive-ass painting. Uh, Yeah. It's the only thing he's probably got left of her. Mm, that's fair. 
Thank you, Mr. Dumbledore. It's got to sound so weird calling someone else Dumbledore, even though you know that Albus is gone. Yeah. Fair. And she's like, he doesn't seem like somebody who's given up. And she's like, yeah. Someone you know. Someone who grows massive balls. (laughs) In all honesty, Alva Forth is a much better person than his brother ever thought about being. Like, reading the books and watching the movie so close together and just seeing how much of a development Neville has had in his character. Yeah. That kid is like, heartwarming. In, that kid in the very first like movie who was over there telling them that they couldn't sneak out after curfew is the same kid who helped organize to dig a tunnel from uh, Hogwarts into Hogsmeade, Hogsmeade? To, like, to develop the resistance. Like, yeah, standing up to Death Eaters. The guy's got bruises and cuts all over his face. Mm-hmm. Like the one who was afraid of Snape. Yep, whose worst fear was a is teacher. now leading the resistance. Yep. Oh. Uh, what's her face? I already forgot her name. So she's only Lavender. Yeah, I'm surprised Lavender doesn't like immediately go like launching herself at Ron. That's fair, but like I'm impressed that she's a part of the resistance. That too. I'm surprised she's still there. I do feel bad for like how she dies and everything like that. So, but uh, because nobody, I forgot Lavender dies. Yeah, because nobody deserves to be mauled to death by a werewolf. We have something in the castle we need. What is it? Not a clue. Just like, what is it? No idea. Where is it? Not a clue. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to go on, Harry. Great. It's going to be small and easily concealed in this giant fucking mm. castle. Oh, shut up, Ron. And why is Luna, Luna back in Hogwarts already? Like, why did Luna go back to Hogwarts? Like, I know she did, I but she like. She went to think that it was probably safer there. Even though it's surrounded by Death Eaters and Dementors, but like it's I would everyone knows that Harry Potter's not at Hogwarts, so like she's probably safer there. Yeah. Oh look, your weird girlfriend's back. <laughs> hi Harry. Hi there. It's <laughs> just like and Ron's just like, yeah, hi, my sister. Hello. It's like I've been gone for six months and not not nothing. Alright. Fucking marching. Look at that. That's so weird. Like, you gotta give it to Snape. He puts up a great double appearance, but, like, can you imagine the... The, the bullshit he has the to go shit through? that... Yeah, but also the shit that he has to, like, force himself to do. Oh, yeah. Because, like, n- these kids don't deserve what's what's happening. No. I mean, he's, like, a shitty person. Like, a real fucking shitty person. But even he doesn't want to be doing the shit that he's doing. Uh-uh. And he has to keep up appearances. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're gonna start getting suspicious. Yep. This is the filter they use is really borderline on a Twilight filter, considering how gray everyone is. Yeah, poor McGonagall. I can see her how much she's aged. It's like I'm really surprised Slughorn stayed. I'm surprised he didn't just get the fuck out. The dramatic way he says equally, (laughs) like you took five seconds to say one word. Did you know that uh, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Die Hard was his first big like TV, like movie role, film mm-hmm. role. Yeah. And the, because uh, I was watching the the movies that made us. Yeah. The fall at the end where he falls off Nakatomi Tower. Yeah. That look of fear on his face is real because they were just like, okay, one, two, three, we'll let you go. But the guys that were holding him up were just like, let him go on two. So one, two, drop. <laughs> 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 like, no thank you 
Oh, the order's here. That's not nearly enough people to keep a hold of that school. Not Harry. at all. That's like 12 people, Harry, and you want to take over a whole school. Everybody runs the second McGonagall pulls a wand. Like, fuck that. And McGonagall throws the first spell. Oh, yeah. She's been wanting to, like, let some rage loose from yeah. ever. Ever since the fifth one, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I did read something that somebody pointed out that you, you notice as Snape escapes, he purposely takes out both of the Caros who are behind him before he does. Like, he redirects. I that. Yeah, he redirects Minerva's spells to hit both of the Caros to knock them unconscious before ah. he escapes. Now, what is it that Snape turned into? Just. That's just Whatever the weird dementor, thing that Death Eaters. Yeah. That's just the okay. way. That's just the weird, like Death Eater way of operating. They just uh, weird okay. smoke. Because you remember in the fifth one where when the order operated in, yeah. it was all light smoke. But the Death Death Eaters when they did it, they were all black smoke. It's really weird. Now why is everyone screaming? I forgot. Because Voldemort's speaking in their head. Oh. And Voldemort being super fucking creepy. Shut up. And he's trying to turn the entire school against Harry. Which, to be fair, is not a bad strategy because it's a, they're a bunch of scared children. And they all know the reason that they're in danger is because of this fucker. And they're all just looking at him like, uh, uh hi. Is that supposed to be uh, Pansy Parkinson? Oh, look, Cho coming up to, to, coming up to and bat. You notice that when Parkinson is... <laughs> Filch. Fucking Filch still and it's in the corridor. It's like, like no. You notice that like when Parkinson threatens uh Harry like to like somebody to grab Harry, the first people to move are all of the women. Yeah. Like Hermione Ginny and Ginny are the first ones to come to Harry's defense, and then eventually the guys move after several other women. Like the Patel sisters move first, and it's just like hello. Right? They should just tell Filch to have all the Slytherin students go back into their dungeon dorm. I know they send all of the younger kids like back to their dorms. Yes, they send all the the younger kids to their dorms. And technically all the Slytherins too. Um, Because Slytherins can't be And then just let the older students just make the choice on whether or not they want to fight. But like I can't imagine sending like the Ravenclaws and the Gryffindors to their towers is a good idea. I can't even imagine sending the the Slytherins to the the dungeons is a good idea because that place could flood at any second because of the lake. Right. And all of like the, the safest disruptions place would have been, and the attacks that uh, happened. Hufflepuff. The glass could shatter and just drown all the Slytherins. Yeah. The safest place would have been Hufflepuff because they're right by the kitchens. Not easily accessible from like the outside. Luna, the only person wearing color in this whole movie. <laughs> that was like, we're, you're, we're actually going to do this? <laughs> go going boom is hilarious. I just love she's like, we're going to do, we're going to go boom. <laughs> They're just so go talk to Seamus. It's just like, blow it up. Blow it the fuck up. She's like, are you sure? She's like, Seamus, boy, you're great with this. Uh, boom. Boom. <laughs> How do we do that? Ask your friend. It's just like, Finnegan has been blowing shit up for seven years now. He doesn't even have to try. <laughs> with his... With his really strong Scottish accent, there's McGonagall bucking up. You was his name, damn it. And to be fair, his name is Tom Riddle. You should just use that one. I love McGonagall gets so happy at the use of, like, the defensive spells for the school. She's like, I've always wanted to do that. I think I've wanted to use this for years. She's like, the school's never been attacked, damn it. (laughs) 
Your duty to our school. <laughs> and Molly is just like not having any of it. She's just Molly's like, like what? okay. Imagine the amount of power it takes to create a barrier around the school like that. Like it takes obviously a lot of people to do it, but like, well, yeah. but they really should have been teaching these students how to do this, you know, so they could add their power to it as well. Rather than just like professors. the, yeah, rather than just like the 20 adults that are around to protect an entire castle. I just love the stream of magic going from their wands. Yeah. It's like every little light in that stream is a different enchantment. Yeah, as they just cast and cast and cast. Also, I'm kind of wish there were uh, elevators in this school. Right. I love the fact that Luna yells at Harry. He's just like, you listen to me. Like, listen to me right now. And he is conditioned to listen when women scream at him. <laughs> he knows a lot of dangerous women. She's like, Harry, listen. Not right now. Harry, listen. I gotta tell. Not now. You will listen to me right now. Okay. She's like, I will full <laughs> name you. She's like, you will listen to me. You know, Hogwarts is supposed to be at least kind of sentient, too. Like, on its own. That's why, I mean, like... It's got moving staircases. They just yeah. move out on like, their own whim. Yeah. Like, you would think that it would be sentient enough to be pissed. Like, I prize like, the... Uh, squid in the black lake doesn't take a bunch of people out oh my god right isn't that like isn't there the uh i think we've said it before but the uh the theory that that's the uh it's godric gryffindor yeah it's the animagus of godric gryffindor he just and he can't turn back yeah and that he well he just like decided to live in the in the lake i guess at some point maybe but like that's a that's a theory that it it is him because apparently that's his animagus form as a giant squid so even the only person that talks to helena ravenclaw is luna yeah that would be really creepy to have a ghost go through you you're not the first one that wanted my mommy's diadem well i don't want it i want to destroy it yeah it's just like to be fair i want it so i can get rid of it that is so many death eaters that is so many death eaters and there's only like like 20 adults in that school i know right (laughs) there's only the order and like the order that showed up at the school is less than 20 people. And then you've got a handful of teachers. It's like, you've got probably 25 people ready to defend against that fucking army. And you got all the seventh and sixth years who are just like, we're going to fight. It's like, yeah. cool, bravo, I commend you, but what are you going to do? Yeah. wonder how many uh, Death Eaters were taken out by friendly fire when they launched all those spells. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know it was at least some of them. Shit, I hit Jerry in the back of the head. (laughs) It's like, oh man, I accidentally took out Rodolphus for Strange. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. She crazy. that goes fucking off. Yeah. It's like, I know who Tom Riddle is. I know what he did to my mommy's diadem. It's just like, well, then why did you say like some strange boy with a strange name if you knew who the fuck he is and what he is? (laughs) It's like, yeah, he lied. You know he's a liar and psychotic. You've also been in this fucking Harry Potter seven years. You know who Harry Potter is. You know he's trying to destroy them. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you know he's consistently fought Voldemort every year for the last seven years. I like her dress. It's all right. Not my, not my favorite. It's that style. I don't really like the, uh, what's it called? Not the Victorian, but like the 1900s. Yeah. 
I don't like it. The Bridgerton thing. Mm-mm. The Regency era. Yeah, this Regency. Isn't, like, I- this isn't Regency, though, because most Regency dresses don't have sleeves. They have, like, the little puff sleeves. Oh, okay. And technically, the Ravenclaws are from, like, a thousand years ago. This is, like, pre-Renaissance okay. style. But it's not... I like the sleeves. They're my favorite part of the dress because you can see where it's, like, tight around her wrist but then kind of, like, hangs mm-hmm. down, Loose, which looks yeah. really cool. Uh, the rest of the dress is very plain, like super plain. But uh, I, on a separate note, I don't like Regency style, like the Bridgerton era stuff. Like it's just like a slit house of like a straight yeah. column of a dress and then like no sleeves. And ugh. My favorite, as we all know, is the Victoria, like the late 1800s. Yeah. Give it a little like the, the pompy butt. Yeah. Yeah. That in the 50s. And the 20s. See, I don't like the 20s or the 50s. I don't like most styles from in the 1900s. See, I like the the 50s because I love, like, the whole rockabilly polka yeah. dot skirt dress, like, that stuff. With the the Marilyn Monroe um, halter top. Mm-hmm. Love it. The 20s, the one that we sent in the in the group chat. Yeah. Where the 20s was, like, you know, like, the, the blazer and, like, the coat and the pants. Yeah. I like. I like. I don't like most of the ni- early 90s styles. Like, it's... I don't... Okay. I don't think I like any of the 90... The 1900s styles fr- prior to 1990. Like, I don't like the 80s. I don't like the 70s. I don't like I the 60s. I don't the like the 50s. 80s. Oh, I, I love the like 80s. I don't like any of it. I love the neon and the cr- mm-hmm. and the, all the hairspray in the 80s. I love it. No, I can't stand. Like, the shoulder pads. Oh, my God. Uh, mm. I don't like any of it. <laughs> I really don't. Even the nineties was bad. Oh yeah, the nineties was weird. But the nineties I can tolerate. But you know, it was okay. weird. The nineties I can tolerate because I've worn the nineties style, but like the eighties I, I didn't like. So Oh. They just and everyone disintegrate. Whose <laughs> death eaters disintegrated. That's they're all running towards Neville at the end of the uh that tunnel thing, with that bridge. Yeah. Neville, don't don't antagonize him. He's over there taunting them. What are we gonna do now, huh? It's like we will find a way. Yeah. I I wonder how much of the Chamber of Secrets set they had to rebuild. And it would probably drive you nuts. You're like, God damn it, we have to rebuild this after so many years. Also, that basilisk skeleton way smaller than the actual basilisk. <laughs> Like, people are watching Harry Potter run through a hallway. Move out of this kid's fucking way. See, and now, for whatever reason, Harry and Voldemort can feel when the Horcruxes die. Mm-hmm. Like, that's weird. At this point, it's this point, like, Harry's so in tune with it. Like, there's no blocking him out. Yeah. This this take where they kiss yeah. took so many takes. It's so awkward. Because they're just like... Oh, I gotta kiss you. Every time they went into like kiss, it just they just go around like laughing again. It's like we can't do this. Yeah, to be fair, because it's weird. It's weird. Like as, as Emma Watson, I would not want to have to have kissed both of my co-stars. <laughs> well, we're gonna break the shield down. Yep. Isn't this why where the Elder continue- One splits or fractures? Maybe. Like, why aren't they continuously throwing? shielding spells into it as it gets holes in it to try and repair it yeah that's where it splits yeah but starts to split splendor you are not the rightful owner of that wand sir it does not want to work for you and now i think he figures out why it doesn't belong to him well he thinks that severus is the actual master 
Which is why he tries to kill Severus. I've had so many people be like, I'm so confused. How is it that Harry got it? I'm like, did, did, did you read or watch it carefully enough? It really makes far more sense in the book than it, it does. does in the movie. And Neville's just standing there still staring at this army of Death Eaters. Just like, oh, shit. Run, Neville, run. Stop standing there, Neville, and run. Especially <laughs> considering most of those people that are chasing you are werewolves, Neville. Why is it the bad guys in every movie are have such bad aim? Like, there's an I army mean, that's of people coming down the it, tunnel at him, like, and not that, one of them hits. It's the same way with Star Wars. Like, the stormtroopers oh, yeah. in Star Wars have zero aim. It's so stupid. Not that I want anything to happen to Neville, but still. Neville's just hanging off the edge of the bridge like, a little fucking help, please? Right? A little help would be nice. And Neville fully just killed, like, several hundred people. <laughs> like, let's In just go. that out one there. fucking go. Bravo, Neville. Bravo. Like, Neville, at the very least, has probably killed, like, 50 people on that bridge, if not way more. See, like, Hogwarts throws, like, vines up out of the, uh, out of the ground. Hogwarts itself is fighting back. It's just like, fuck yeah. you. Get off my school. Get off of me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, tr- the the giants. Yeah. That was a whole last thing that they didn't even mention in, a, uh-huh. in, the, in the movies. That's why they kept sending Hagrid out in year six. Yeah. Because he was trying to make friends with giants. And he wasn't the only one who was trying to make friends with them. Yeah, because it was him and... Uh, what's her name? The headmistress oh, yeah. Of from Bobatons. Yeah. Yeah. They, they went together. Yeah. To go and befriend the giants because they're both giants. Or half giants, at least. Yeah. <clears throat> Where are all of these students still going? I I wish I could I could answer that. <laughs> Have you seen Luna? No, why? I love her. I gotta tell her. It's just like, I like the fact that they included that in the movie because I really thought Neville and Luna should be together because I thought that was sweet. Yeah. In the book, he ends up with uh, Hannah Abbott. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine as well. But mm-hmm. uh, I like the him. And I Luna. like him and Luna. Yeah. yeah, it's cute. What you gonna do now? Like in all honesty, if I was looking for something that was missing, the first place I would have gone in Hogwarts is the Room of Requirements. Hermione being surprised she's that like, Ron has ever listened to anything she's ever said. Yeah, she's like, y- you were listening when I was talking. Just like maybe if he would have just shown the fact that he was listening earlier, I wouldn't have a major issue with their relationship. <laughs> like at any point in the last seven years, if he would have just shown he listened to her at some point, it would have been much better. Like I definitely would have assumed going to the room of requirements would have been my first stop if I was looking for something that was lost. Especially considering Harry's been in this junk ass room that has so all the shit times. in it. Like, come on. But also, I swear to God, if we were students at Hogwarts, though, I would go into the room of requirements. I would take a bunch of this shit and just start pawning it over the summer. Right, just just selling it. It's like, how much for this? It's like, mm, how much do I to get for it? Yeah, and I'd just be like, I'm just going to... Then again, I think if we went to Hogwarts, we would also use the room of requirement as like our own personal lab for the underground market that we would run, as we've already established. Because, it, Yeah. We just end up turning like it would turn into like like the room of, the room itself would just turn into like a little lab in the corner full of all, among, amongst all this shit for us. And it like, would just like give you all of the potion ingredients <laughs> and everything else that you'd need and like all the things we'd need for, for charms and stuff like that. Because so. the room's just looking at you going, no one's ever done this before. Yeah, the this room is at the painting at the very least would be curious. Look, there there's the frame for the mirror of uh, Era said. Yeah. <clears throat> 
It's just the frame, though. <laughs> I guess they were running out of shit to decorate with. <laughs> They're like, let's just throw this in here. It's fine. Can you imagine how long it would take to go through this room by hand? Like, my God. If Harry didn't have weird mystical sense. Of course. He fucking shows up. Of course. I have your mother's wand. It's just like Draco over here being so dramatic. It's like, my mommy's wand is super powerful, but I want my wand back, Potter. Mine doesn't listen to me. Well, oh shit. Yeah. I love how, uh, was it Crab or Goyle? One of them ends mm-hmm. up being completely changing from a short, fat, chubby little guy to Blaze Zabini. Black guy. <laughs> like he turns into Blaze. It's Blaze Zabini. Yeah, it's Blaze. It's just it's like, like but- all right. What happened to uh, whichever one it was? I don't know. Like, he just was suddenly just not there. How are these pixies surviving in the room of requirement? Also, why is after, there a creepy After fucking, tower? what's his name? Lockhart sets them loose in class. Mm-hmm. They just hear Ron screaming in the distance. <laughs> Poor Ron. And he only, Ron only grabs Hermione. He's like, fuck Harry. He's like, Ron! This is like, time to go. Harry, stop feeding the fire. Like, all the shit that just gets devoured. Yeah. He just fucking throws his wand away. He's He's just like, fuck it. Like, I can't make the fire stop. I'm just gonna throw my whole wand away. Like, that would not be my first thought of things to do. I'm just like, fuck it and throw my wand away. And why does the fiend fire keep... (laughs) Why does the fiend fire keep developing into a bunch of different animals? Isn't that weird? Hermione, Uh, for the very first time, truly on a broom. On her own broom. On her own actual broom flying. Goodbye, crab and or goyle. (laughs) Crab and or goyle, goodbye. I don't know which one is which. Yeah, me neither. They're both his stupid little henchmen. Yeah. (laughs) Ron's Ron's like, don't you fucking make me die for Draco Malvoy. If we die because of Draco, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Just like, I'm going to be so pissed if we die for this dude. I like the fact that they made it so that Harry and Ron are the ones who grabbed the people because they were the stronger flyers. Yeah. Hermione can barely, you know, Hermione can barely do whatever yeah. on a broom. I like how there's the fire then turned into a three-headed Voldemort of all things. And did you notice how the room itself was just like, nope, we're containing this. Yeah, it's just like, no, no. <laughs> Hogwarts is pissed enough as it is. Like, let's not do this. It's like, you destroyed my room and all of my shinies. Oh, you no, Voldy. Voldemort's on his head that he's damaged. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's got all the, like, the cracks in his skull. Just killed a random person. Like, I'm angry. There's only one Horcrux left. I wonder if he's feeling so weird because he's gaining back pieces of his soul. His I've soul? read I've read that every time he created a Horcrux, he cut out a certain part of himself, like certain mm-hmm. emotions and stuff like that, like the ability for sympathy, the ability for sadness, the ability for guilt and stuff like that. And that's huh. why some of his Horcruxes have taken such weird shapes. And... Uh, so that as he gain as the Horcruxes are destroyed, he's gaining these emotions back for the first time in like several decades. That's cool. So the necklace would definitely be jealousy. Mm-hmm. And then uh I can't like there was um I think somebody explained that like they thought the diary was like a longing for like friendship or companionship. 
because of the diary and, and you talk to it. Right. And it was also like the biggest part of his soul that had been taken out because it was the first one. Because every time he has to split his soul, but he did it over several years. So when he split his soul to make the diary, he split his his natural whole soul in half. So the diary itself had half of his original soul in it. And all of the other ones have smaller and smaller That's why fragments. it was so powerful because it's sentient. Yeah. And because it was the largest part of his soul. Because even the actual body of Voldemort doesn't have as much of his own soul in it as the diary did. Yeah. This is the part where I noticed that his glasses don't have any glass in them. <laughs> it's just like, there's no glass in there. No, I think it's because like he just kept breaking the glass. It's just like, just here. Probably. And they probably just it's get so dirty. Thing. They get so tired of cleaning them. Like, I get tired of cleaning my actual glasses. So. Same. Like, it's so I don't annoying. even know how mine gets so dirty. Like, I just, I, I don't know. touch the, I don't touch the lens with my fingers and they're still dirty. I'm like... Yeah, they're constantly dirty, and I'm just like... I I'm feel like, like, is it my eyelashes? It's just like, what is happening to these glasses? Like, it, it, it looks like I'm just taking them and, like, just rubbing them over every surface, and it's just like... Right? It's like, I don't. I take them off and put them down. That's all I do. You take them off, like, by the sides or by the frame, not by the lens. Nothing yeah. touches the lens, but they're always dirty, and it's just like, my God. Oh, spiders! Spider's favorite, all of Aragog's children. Like, it's a miracle as they're running through this battlefield that a stray spell doesn't hit them at some point. Yeah, see, there's oh, a... yeah, there's... And it's Hermione that uh, attacks the werewolf that was attacking Lavender. I mean, Lavender was, was already dead, but... That was Greyback. Yeah. There was a lot of running in this. Yeah. How? How does... He... Oh, it was Aberforth. I'm like, how the hell did Harry conjure his most... Happiest memory against that many de Death Eaters. Like, no. I don't know how Abaforth right, managed to do it, but I do know that Abaforth's uh, Patronus is a goat. <laughs> I believe him <laughs> and Albus why. both have the same uh, Patronus, and they're both goats. Fucking goat. It's ramming. Right? Like, this is, at this point, it is the end, right? It is the final battle. Like, everybody knows it. Like, either they'll live or they'll die. Severus really should have just manned up and threw a killing curse. Like, he should have just done it. He should have just, at the very end, he's standing here, there's nobody else but him and Voldemort. It's like, you should understand you're gonna die, and you're not leaving this here This fucker alive. is unsuspecting. Like, he, he's not gonna expect you to throw a killing curse at him, or any curse. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Take your shot. You're gonna die anyways. If not at him, then at Nagini. Like, it, your choices are either you're going to die in this battle or you're going to spend the rest of your life in Azkaban. At the very least, take a shot, man. Especially once Voldemort starts questioning his loyalty. Uh, it, you would have to know that this is You know well. something's amiss. It's like, I'm fucked. He's never really questioned your loyalty before, and he's doing it right? now. Just like, and he thinks that Snape is the one who's the actual owner of the Elder One because he's the one who killed Dumbledore. But what nobody knows, including, uh, like, like literally nobody except for Snape and Harry know, is the fact that the person that disarmed him was Draco. Mm -hmm. And but who disarmed Draco? Harry. Harry. So the Elder One belongs to Harry. See? It takes, like, I know in the, um, in the books, like, it's pretty much strictly Nagini that attacks Snape. But, uh, like, in this, it... Voldemort doesn't even bother with the killing curse. No, he just slashes him to get some blood flowing and then goes, snack time. Yeah. 
And now you have Harry feeling extremely guilty for treating Snape like crap. It's just like, I'm not sure I would. Like, he doesn't deserve to die like this because nobody does. But, like, at the same time. Well, some people deserve to die like that. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> and Snape is a child abuser. So, like. But not, not, not this bad. No, even Snape bad. doesn't deserve this. I mean, as chivalrous as it is putting his hand on Snape's wound, it's not gonna help. I Yeah, I would not have. It was very If you're not gonna cast some kind of healing spell, then just let it go. Germs! Yeah, and not... Mm-mm. The weirdest thing to me is, is Snape's last act is to show Harry his memories of his mother, right? Mm-hmm. Your your last act is to show this kid that you were in love with this mom. It's so weird from day one. Like that's really so weird, and to like try and explain the fact that he hated Harry because he was in love with Harry's mom. Like that's so. Like weird. I resent you because you are the spawn of my enemy. And it's but half like, of that is also my love. So it's just like you. You are spending your last moments telling Harry that you hate him because of his, like, the fact that his father was your bully. However, you were in love with his mom. And, like, that's so weird, my dude. It is, but I understand why, like, when... It's such a selfish last act, though. Yes, but it also gives Harry insight. So he'll be like, I get it. Like... He now understands why Snape has been such a dick, but also all the double-sided shit that he's had to deal with to maintain being such a dick. But like, On top of just not liking him. What it doesn't explain is the fact that the person who is responsible for Lily's death is still Severus. Like, he's the one who told Voldemort about the prophecy. He's the one who spent seven years of, like, abusing Neville and Harry and probably other students as well. And, like, these memories of him being creepily in love with Lily is not enough of a reason for me to forgive Snape. No, but he had to keep up appearances to a point. Like, if people had to hate him, students had to hate him and be convinced that he is a Death Eater to the core. But, like, also, when he gave no. up the prophecy and stuff to Dumbledore, he was still a child, kind of. Like, he, he was, was young and stupid, like, with the prophecy and everything like that. And I'll give him credit. But, like, the decade in which Voldemort was defeated, there was no reason to be an asshole. That's true. Like, there was a decade in which you should not have been continued. Why did he continue to be potions master if everybody assumed Voldemort was dead? It's like you could have gone on and moved to another country or done something, anything. Oh, this is the moment we find out about Fred. Like, this. Can you imagine Trelawney fighting? in the Great Hall. It's just so sad. Like, everyone, like, it is just, everyone is gone. And I remember reading, not reading, but like watching the behind the scenes stuff when they filmed this. Yeah. It was real, like, it was like real tears for all the Weasleys. Yeah. Because, like, they've, they've played a family for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And imagine, as a twin, you're seeing your twin. Yeah, like, and it was so realistic. There. They couldn't film it very many times. Yeah. 
because it was too hard on uh like the the brothers well it was hard on one of the brothers but the one who played fred apparently fell asleep while filming so. <laughs> <laughs> just stay asleep while everyone cries around you mm-hmm. apparently they didn't film that scene very many times it was too hard i believe that and i mean however little takes they did they got it yeah down pat now i always forget like because i know when um tongs and lupin die mm-hmm. they already had their kid yeah, he, uh, their kid is staying with uh, Tonks' mom, Andromeda. And he would have been, what, a year at this point? A year old? Mm, I don't think he was quite a year old because uh, okay. Remus offered to go with them when they were staying in Grimmauld Place. And uh, Tonks hadn't had her baby yet at that point. Okay. So she, I believe he would have only been like a couple months old at this point. Okay. And poor Andromeda, she loses her daughter, her son-in-law, and her husband in a very short amount of time. No one is safe in this film. No. I oh, think look, it's Petunia. Yeah. As a child. Brat. Miss, I'm so jealous I can't do magic, so you're a creep. Well, the thing that made her mad was the fact that she wrote to Dumbledore, and because she wanted to go to Hogwarts, too, and Dumbledore very without any kind of tact whatsoever told her no that she wasn't special it's like you don't have magic it didn't choose you sorry bye yeah he was such a dick to like a little girl and it's just like mm. it's dumbledore yeah dumbledore's just an asshole and then we find out what kind of family like snape had this is a horrible this is, family yeah his dad was an abusive asshole like james potter Spends his Hogwarts time being a, a serious bully to Se- uh, to Severus, right? And chasing Lily around like, around like a dog with a bone. Like, how Lily marries this man is beyond me. Because why would you marry someone who spent at least five years being a significant bully to your best friend? Right. Like, why would you do that? Like, if somebody was... I'm surprised she didn't fall for Sirius. Oh, that would be a weird combination. He was... Well, in all honesty, based on what we know, Sirius was an asshole. Like, I love Sirius, but he was an asshole. He tried to kill Snape. That's true. I forgot about that. Like, I can't imagine, like, he gets much better. Now, I would have believed Lily and Remus. That I would have believed. Because you know Remus was just a little nerd, so... He was an enabler. Like he didn't kind of he, he didn't get involved. Yeah, with James and Sirius causing shenanigans. He was just like, y'all leave me out of it. But I'm not gonna stop you. But yeah, <laughs> and like that's just as bad. Like in all just honest, as bad. Just and as they bad. made him what head boy. Yeah. So like he can keep an eye on them, and they're just like really like but he's not gonna do shit. He's one of the marauders. Like still, like come on. How did? S- uh snape not know that Pettigrew was a death eater i don't think anyone suspected it dumbledore i shall never reveal the best of you like in i'm sorry but if is this the best of snape because wow this is not great the worst of snape your father was a a yeah he was swine your father was an asshole and so was your godfather I'm sorry, but like they're in the memory in which Severus is telling uh, Dumbledore that he doesn't have a long, long time left to live. He's got like a year because the the disease from the ring is going to spread. I'm sorry. Why wouldn't you just cut your hand off? 
Like, you can regrow your hand. Like, if they can regrow bones that are missing in Harry's arm, you can You can regrow your hand. Cut your hand off. I'm going to assume that it's because it's dark magic and, like, Horcrux level magic. It's, it would, and like. It wouldn't matter. You can still cut it off, but it's already in the system. And in all honesty, like, you're telling me Dumbledore can't figure that shit out? Like, he has a phoenix. Like, he just cut the hand off and heal it with phoenix tears. He can just cut it. Like, he can make a cut in his hand and be like, Fox, hey, hey, cry into this thing. Yeah, it's just like, tell your father you're dying and he'll cry. He fucking healed Harry when he got bitten by the basilisk. And if it can heal fucking basilisk venom, which is one of the only things that can destroy a horcrux, you, like, (laughs) what the fuck? Like, you could have stabbed yourself. With a basilisk vein, and then <laughs> after it destroyed the Horcruxy and weird curse shit, have Fox cry over it, and he would have been fine. Just <laughs> like no sense at all, none, not a lick of common sense. See, Dumbledore suspected Snape her. is the only one that knows that there is a Horcrux in Harry. And, even, and he's just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, like, you are tell you headmaster are telling me. That Harry Potter is going to die. And it's just like when it's like Dumbledore tells Snape that Harry's a Horcrux and he knows this. Like when even Snape looks at you appalled at what you're doing to a child, you should reevaluate yourself. Because even Snape is looking at you like, dude, what the That's fuck? harsh. Like we went through all of this just so you could kill this kid later. Like what? And when he does, he literally says you're raising him like a pig for slaughter. Yeah. And it's just like even Snape is appalled at you, and you should be worried when even Snape is appalled. After all this time, you see the weird thing is, is they don't they have to do this weird amount of like flashbacks and shit. To, like, show the Patronus and that it's related to Lily. Because at no point do they ever actually say that Lily's Patronus was a doe in the in the movies. They say it in the book because James was a stag and then, like, Lily's was a doe. But, like, they don't actually state that in the fucking movie. So they have to jump to all these little connect-the-dot bullshit. I mean... It's like when you could have just done a scene with Harry or with uh, James and Lily both casting Patronus John. Now Harry's just having a existential crisis. Oh yeah, of learning that this entire time he he's was, got to die. He was meant to die. All of the struggling that he has done to try and survive. And it's nothing. Like it's amounted to nothing. He's struggled and fought for seven years. And he's just come to the realization that none of it matters. And he shouldn't have had to do any of it. And Harry's glasses, despite all of this, are immaculate. <laughs> he's probably learned how to do repair on it. Like, instead of constantly having Hermione or someone else fix it. Yeah. It's like, where are you going? I'm like, to die. Of course Hermione's figured it out by now. I... It, at the one point in here, and I don't believe it's her who says this in the book. I, I think it's Ron that says it. But one of my favorite, my favorite scene in this whole movie is 
Harry is telling them that he is a Horcrux and he's going mm-hmm. to have to go march into the into the woods and he's going to have to die and he's not going to survive this. Hermione, zero hesitations. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. And like knowing they would kill her first before they got to mm-hmm. Harry, but she's willing to walk with him knowing they're both going to die. And I believe in the book it's Ron that that says this first. It's Ron. But in the book it's Ron. But like they're fully no hesitation willing to understand that if they're going to die they should they should do it together mm-hmm. and it's my favorite scene because it just goes to show you everything they've been through the sheer amount of loyalty that exists in these people is understanding that they could walk into this woods and they're gonna and not get come probably, back out yeah they're probably gonna get tortured first before they get murdered knowing fully they will not walk out of the, out of that forest simply to provide the comfort of being there with harry as mm-hmm. he walks to his own death and it's just like that is a different level of loyalty i mean i am loyal to my friends like yeah. i will do everything and anything in my power for you aaron tracy you know yeah. geneva all the girls from high school like Honestly, though, I'd much rather kill for you, yeah, than die, than, with, than, than die for than, you. Than to die with you, it would just that yeah. would be, and it would be something I, you, I could, you could never ask of someone else. No, and it's just, it would not be something you could ever ask. You. It would just be offered. Yeah, and it's just like I, it would be such a weird, a weird thing to do. It is just be like because to willingly, you would have to be fully willing in that moment to set down your arms and your willingness to fight mm-hmm. like you would have to just be willing to to die in this moment and it would just that would be really difficult that would be really really especially because like you and i are very similar people in that like if i'm gonna go down i'm gonna take all you motherfuckers with me kind of people you know like we're gonna fight to the last moment i'm gonna take out as many people as i can yeah like i would walk into the to the woods and that would be one thing but like I would go with the idea that I'm going to just, like, take out as many Death Eaters as I encounter in the process. Mm-hmm. Not, like, willingly just walk into my own fate. Like, that would yeah. be that would be a lot. Going out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to fucking blaze. fiend fire this whole goddamn forest. You know, I'm going to start throwing Nevada cadavers left, right, and center the moment I walk in there. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. But to just willingly walk in there, don't fight back at all. I think that's that's a lot. And I think that's probably more than I would be willing to do. I've also read the theory that he's holding the resurrection stone, right? And -hmm. he sees his parents and he sees Sirius and Remus. And people have argued, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense that Harry's most beloved people are all very willing to just stand by as he walks to his death. Like, these would be the last four people who would willingly let him do this. So, like, I was reading that um, the uh, visions that you see of the Resurrection Stone aren't really the souls of of the dead. They're, like, what you want to see and what you want to hear from them. And they're just, like, shadowy um, imitations of the person. And they're not... Because death was clever and, like, he didn't let you actually bring people back from the dead. Mm-hmm. So it's their, it's probably their last like impression or like unimpression of them because like Lily died to save Harry. Like she would not be willingly standing there 
while Henry walks to his death, she'd be telling no mother in their right mind is, is going to be like, yeah, I'll walk with you into your death, Harry. They'd be like, no, turn the fuck around. Get your ass back in that goddamn castle. What the fuck is wrong with you? You can't tell me Sirius wouldn't sit there and be like screaming at his gods and like, get your ass back in that fucking castle, you dumbass. I get kid. that, but I think at this point, even those like those spirits, those mm-hmm. ghosts, those souls know that this is the only way, and they're like, we will not let you be alone in this. Yeah, they probably also know he's not going to really die. I don't know. I just think it's like a weird. It's not really that. Like it's it's a small fragment of an impression of who they are. But, like, it's probably, I think, I just get the feeling that it's more of, like, what Harry wants to hear from them. Rather than, how he remember- like, what they would actually say. How he remembers them? Yeah. Oh, look, Tom, your, your, your favorite hard-ons here. <laughs> <laughs> you know Tom Riddle's got a hard-on for this kid. I think Tom Riddle lost his nose. I'm pretty sure he probably lost other things, too. <laughs> He's just a Ken doll underneath. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hagrid. Hagrid's the only voice of reason. What are you doing here? Get out! Right? It's just like, you stupid child. You know, a lot of this problem would have been solved if they would have just let the Basilisk Venom do its thing a little, little longer in the second movie. If Fox had just waited like 30 seconds, it would have been fine. It's like, yeah. That would have made more sense. Oh, look. Big snake. Big Danger snake. noodle. Big danger noodle. And Voldemort being so weird. He can't say a single sentence in a normal time frame. He has to stretch it out. Just the whole thing just fucking backfires. Mm-hmm. You killed him. You thought I, you did. I, I gotta say, if I was Voldemort, I'd be really hesitant to throw a killing curse at Harry again. <laughs> like, the last time didn't work out for you it's so like, well, You dude. tried, and look what happened last time. Yeah. It took you how long to get, like, a new kind of body? And it didn't even come with a nose. (laughs) I know that, like, the vision that Harry has of the afterlife is King's Cross Station. Mm -hmm. None of this looks like King's Cross Station. Like, none of it. Even, like, setting aside the fact that it looks so clean. Like, but, like, none of this looks like the station. Well, no, because it is a... Like, what do you call it? Like, he's on a train platform. He's definitely at a train platform. But, like, it's a it's, it's a crossroads type thing. You get on the train to go one way, you get on the train to go the other way. Yeah, and, like, I get it. I just don't think it looks like King's Cross Station. No. It's just a train platform. And, like, and that ugly, bloody, weird thing under the bench that's supposed to be Voldemort. Yeah. Or what's left of Tom Riddle's original soul. And, t- and Harry's over here, and he's wearing the short sleeve version of his shirt. <laughs> so he actually owns I two shirts. Or a long sleeve throughout the like the last four movies. He's got two shirts. He's got a long sleeve version of the shirt and a short sleeve version of the shirt. And why isn't he wearing glasses? You don't need glasses when you're dead. I mean, like that would be nice, but like at the same time, he looks weird without them on. He does. Everything is gray. Everything. Gray or white? That's weird. Afterlife doesn't have color. The afterlife might, but this is still... I, I, I'm still seeing this as, like, the limbo platform. It's like, you decide which way you're gonna go. Yeah. You're gonna die, you're gonna go back to life. Because Harry, the special chosen one, has an option. 
And Harry's just like, I have to go back, don't I? He says it like it's a burden. And, and Dumbledore's like, you don't have to do shit. And just Dumbledore's just like, you could, you could just die. Like, that's fine. <laughs> just like, you know, you could do what you want, you just, technically. Yeah, you're, you're here. You can go whichever direction you want, my man. Yeah. And Harry's just kind of like, oh. And he, the fact that he has, a, he has to sit and think about it. About what he wants. It goes to show you how shitty his life has been. As he's like, do I want to keep going back? <laughs> it's like, Voldemort's got the big bad wand and the snake is still alive and I got nothing. And Dumbledore's just over here dropping really cryptid hints again. And it's just, like, just like, Hogwarts are always remember that there. First year? Remember that first year you, you came to school? Yeah. Remember what I said? Just like, instead of just saying a straightforward sentence, like, go get the fucking sorting hat, you dumbass child. It's just like, help will always be given to those at ho- who need it at Hogwarts. It's like, thanks, how? It's just like, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I think Hogwarts is a little busy fighting a troll. Just saying. <laughs> An army of them, to be specific. Yes. Your mother's presence was dough. <laughs> He's so crazy. Bye-bye. He's so I'm leaving cryptic. now. Like this scene that he's talking to Harry in, in the afterlife and everything is the scene of like some of Dumbledore's most iconic statements of all time. Like there's at least three very like big quotes from Harry Potter that come from Dumbledore in this scene. But all of it is cryptic when Harry just deserves a straight fucking answer. For right. Once. He just goes, Professor is <clears throat> real. He's like, I mean, it's all in your head, but what's to say that doesn't that, that it's not real? It's like, just tell me yes or no. Just like just and look, even Voldemort, he was again unconscious after he attacked <laughs> Harry. Like you would think at some point he would learn to quit throwing killing curses at this child. It doesn't bode well for you, Valdi. Valdi, Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. <laughs> well, I know the bloopers for this episode. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm just going to put that, just repeat that clip over and over and over again. Just this, That's going to be the end of this of this episode. Just you going, Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. We got to do like the stupid like like puppet thing. Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldy, Voldy, Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, that's the bloopers right there. Yeah. You made your own bloopers this time. Oh, Happy to be of service, folks. Oh, yeah. And I'll leave all this in, too. I'm just going to duplicate those two soundtracks over and over for the end. It's great. It's fucking great. Narcissus got balls. He's like, okay, he's dead. He's really alive. She's also apparently one of the strongest oculumency users uh, in England, so. Huh. Interesting. And that's why she can lie to Voldemort, despite the fact that he's a legend and he can read minds. If she, her shields are good enough that he can't read her mind. I love how Neville's the one that finds the hat amidst the rubble. And it's like, something shiny? Why is something shiny? It's like, you gonna need it. Imagine I being like, I was the one. I know, right? He like he was the one that saved him from the house and brought him in the motorbike to the Dursleys. Now he's like carrying his, his dead body. Quote unquote dead body. Back like, to Hogwarts. At- he carried Harry out of the rubble of his parents' house after his parents had died. And now he has to carry Harry back to Hogwarts dead. Like, I, I know he's not actually dead, but, like, for ha- Hagrid, that would just be so traumatizing. Poor Hagrid. He's been know. through enough. Yeah. 
Why is Voldemort so dirty? He didn't do shit. Personally, I would have let Jenny go. Like, she would fuck him up. Jenny would throw some shit his way and she'd probably win. There are still so many Death Eaters. Not all of them fight, though. That's true. But still. I love how fucking Percy's there standing with George. It's like, Percy, get the fuck out of there. Why couldn't Percy have been the Weasley who died? Right? No one cares about Percy. (laughs) 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 Voldemort's such a weirdo. Tom Riddle had no friends. I mean, he never learned social skills. That's true. He only had followers. Coerced followers. Yeah. Following by fear. (laughs) And Lucy's over there trying to get Draco to move. And like, come over. like, Draco. Draco's like, oh, here's Draco. Draco's like, please, please don't. I, I, I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I really don't wanna. Also, notice that Draco's hair is actually kind of curly here. And it makes you think that yeah, maybe, it's a Draco, wavy. maybe Draco straightens his hair every morning. <laughs> Puts so much gel into his hair. Yeah, that it this doesn't move. This poor boy, like, he's only... Like, Imagine he's getting like, hugged by Voldemort. That's horrifying. I think that was, a. Uh, it was I improvised. Think that was, um, improvised, yeah. So he's just like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> yeah, they apparently did the scene like 30 times or whatever, and like they couldn't get a shot they liked, and then they just one moment he improvises and hugging Draco. This poor boy. I like, know, poor Neville. Though he's got some damn guts. Yeah, he does. He's just like, he walks to the front to like take on Voldemort and just like, sh- you know, be like, listen, bitch. And it just goes to show you that he could have been the, a chosen one, and he could have like he stood been. up to Voldemort. Because there were two kids that were born at the end of July, yeah. and that was that was Neville and Harry. I love his voice. Yeah, Neville, darling, you're pointing at your stomach. <laughs> Harry's still with us right here. It was a really good dinner last night. <laughs> Neville, and I'm sorry, but Neville that was Pansy Parkins in a Gryffindor tie. We're all aware of that, right? That was Pansy Parkins in a Gryffindor tie. Pansy, you're trying to blend in? I guess. He pulls the sword of Gryffindor. And Voldemort just looking at Harry like, fuck. He's just like, I don't know what to do. That kid's a fucking zombie. <laughs> like, how is he alive? And some of the Death Eaters are just like, fuck this. That kid's fucking come back into life. That's like, oh, we're out. We're out. You didn't say he was going to come back to the dead. We're out. And Narcissa just fully turns around and starts walking away. She's like, she's grabs oh, Draco. And she's like, like, I got my son. We're out. Yep. Let's go. I really hope Narcissa divorced Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> I really do. She should claim the title of like Lady Black and then like take over her house and make Draco like the heir to uh, the Black family and just fuck the Malfoys. Fuck Lucius. She's got more balls than Lucius does. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, even though they're causing a lot of damage to the school, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. It's a magical school because they can just, th- you know, flick their wand and just be like back together. Yeah. Yeah. No, if it was in like an ancient actual castle and there wasn't any magic, I would be devastated at the ruining of history. Voldemort's curses are all green. He is just continuously throwing a pot of cadavers at Harry's. Yeah, he's just like, die, 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 die. And Harry uses his go-to caught between Nagini and Voldemort now. Oh, Voldemort got rid of the Basilisk Fang. I better hope he took more than one. Hermione just be like, I'm going to take on a snake. 
With what, girl? With what? It's like, girl, oh, with a rock. She's just fucking throwing rocks at it. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all tried to bash the other Horcruxes with a rock and it didn't work. That's fair. What makes you think a rock is going to hit the fucking snake? I mean, among the other things that they've done, it was one of the more interesting things they did. Throw rocks and stuff. I mean, common sense. Not common, but like just natural human reflex. Just fling objects. Fling a rock at it. That's fine. Just... It's really weird how like his... Like Voldemort's robes are suddenly like... They look like ancient... Like they come out of an ancient mystical like mythological Chinese anime. And I'm just like, uh... You drop the fang. I love this scene. Molly and Bellatrix. Not my daughter, you bitch! The look on Bellatrix's face like, oh, she's not playing. Oh. And Molly's spells that she throws are green. Are green. She's throwing killing curses at this woman. She's like, fuck you. She turned her into fucking stone. Yep. And then exploded her. That look of like... <laughs> like, hell yeah. People give her such little credit. Because even like, cause they're like, oh, she's just like a housewife. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. But like, you try raising that many kids. No shit. Well, in the books, Bellatrix was simultaneously dueling Hermione, Luna, and Ginny. And then Molly yeah. took over as the sole dueler, dueler of Bellatrix. This whole thing where, like... It still, it still makes me, like, cringe where, like, Harry, like, grabs Voldemort. It's like, all right, Tom, let's finish this. And it's like, he's about to kiss him. It's like, you couldn't have just, like, grabbed him from, like, the shirt. Why didn't you grab his, his shirt? Why didn't and, like, you, just... like, why didn't you just grab his his cloak? But no, you had to wrap your arms around his neck like you're going to make out with Voldemort. Like, that's real Come weird. Come on, Tom. It's just like, let's, like, I know you want this how we started it. It's just, like, a making I'm out? Like, like, I don't I recall that. I'm just like. Although much like pushing like his fingers as deep as he can into Harry, just like ah, yeah, it's real weird. It's really, really weird. And Voldemort has no idea what to do with the fact that things hurt now, right? It's like uh, and why didn't Harry like you should have practiced wand? He's crawling towards his wand, like you. If you would have practiced wandless magic, you could have accioed your wand to yourself, and you wouldn't have had to crawl along the ground. Like, I know the original final battle takes place in the Great Hall, but, like, I do kind of like the fact that it took place in the courtyard here. It in looks the courtyard? Cooler. Oh, Ron's throwing killing curses. Way to go, Neville. Well, now there are no more Horcruxes. It's just him. He can now be killed. And really, Harry just misses a whole ass opportunity right here as, as Voldemort's stumbling around in the aftershocks. It's just like... You could have thrown a killing curse right then and there, man. And you would have got him. It would have been over. Yeah. No. Oh, and he's watching the Elder Wand break. It's like his... Oh, he disarms him. Again. So the like the wand goes back to him again. Yep. I would have used it in that moment. I would have used right? the Elder Wand to cast... So Vada Kedavra him just like... Yeah. I know people have a lot of issues with the fact that in the movie, like Voldemort like turns to dust or whatever and then just vanishes... As he dies, whereas in the book, like, he just falls over dead as just a normal... It's just like everybody else does. Because they like the poeticness of the fact that after all that Voldemort tried to do to become, like, immortal and become more and everything like that, he dies just the same way everybody else does. But I like the fact that he, like... I think it looks very cinematic in the way that they do it in the movie. 
where he just turns to dust and vanishes. Also, who would the fuck I would want to bury Voldemort? That's true. I mean, in the in the book, I know like because he falls over, but like doesn't he also like when the body falls over and the winds pick up, like it like there's the body that falls over immediately turns to dust anyways. And the winds take it away, doesn't it? I don't know if that was a, a book thing. I know it's the movie thing, but I don't know if that was the book thing. Because hmm. if I recall, people had an hmm. issue with the fact that he turns to dust because it gives him, uh, like, the idea that he wasn't just a person. Whereas him just dying as a as a body on the floor uh, gives that sense of, like, it, in the end, Tom was just a person. Yeah. I, I'm still really surprised, and I was very surprised as I was reading it, uh, that the, all three of the Golden Trio survive. Yeah, you mentioned that last time, too. I was really just expecting one of them to die. I don't, I didn't really know which one of them, but I really did expect one of them just not to make it. I mean, you said you expected Ron more than Hermione because he went off on his own. Yeah, like, I I kind of feel like if it was going to be one of them, it would have been Ron, just because it would feel weird to me if it was Hermione. Like, I didn't think it would necessarily be Harry, but, like, I if it was going to be one of the trio, I kind of figured it was going to be Ron because of the setup of him leaving and everything like that. Yeah. And it would have made some sense to me, like, if he would have come back in that final fight and, like, he dies, like, protecting Harry or Hermione. Like, I think that would have made made sense. Like, I am i don't mind the fact that they all three survived by any stretch of the imagination. But, like, if she would have killed one of them off, I think that would have made the most sense. You survived so much, Harry. Why are you standing on a pillar at the edge of this bridge? Like, you could just one trip and you're gone into, mm-hmm. into the lake. And, this, I, and I, Godric Gryffindor's squid self will just eat you. <laughs> there you go. Like... <laughs> Ron's over there like, what are you going to do with the older one? It's the most powerful one in the world. You'd be invincible now. What part of Harry makes you think he wants that? (laughs) He just goes and just snaps and Ron's like, why? And Hermione's just horrified at the destruction of of like an ancient relic. And it's just like, what is wrong with you? Like, like, now no one can have it. I don't think he's wrong to do that. Like, I don't think he's wrong to get rid of it, to like destroy it or whatever. But like, I do, however have an issue with the fact that one he just thought it would be a good idea to break an ancient magical relic with his bare hands one that was crafted by death himself like you were so lucky that motherfucker didn't explode and like just kill you like you were so lucky that's not what happened also you threw the pieces together and like what if the wand can be fixed Harry what if Ollivander could just walk down there and pick up the pieces and put it back together like dude no like you should have set it on fire or something like you should have given it all to Ollivander with the request that he under supervision destroys the wand because if anybody's gonna know how to do it it would be Ollivander just taking the basilisk thing and stab the hell out of it that too like you could have done a lot of things but that was really weird the way he went about it and it's just like and I hate I hate the 19 years later I hate it the epilogue the epilogue the epilogue fucking hate it. is so bad. It's so it's bad. so bad. First of all, Albus Severus Potter. Really? 
the worst named after two of the greatest movies. wizards we've ever known oh really my god the two people no. that were like set you up for slaughter just like you didn't name them after like there's a whole list harry there's a whole fucking you could have named one after fred you could have named him after uh remus you could have named it after well they have one named serious oh yeah but you could have named one after remus you could have named one after Hagrid. You could have named one after Ron. You could have named one after, like, anybody. But you had to name him after fucking Albus and You could have named him Dobby for all we care. Come on. Honestly. Like, my God. I I can't get over Ginny's, like... Outfit? Middle-aged appearance. bob. Like, this woman went on to be a Quidditch star. And she's and over here she dressed dresses? like she's just... No... Malfoy with his weird ass beard. Like, why do they all look like they're in their sixties? It's so weird. Like, your kids like, would not be going. They should to college not look this old in their what thirties, forties. Yeah, like your your kids should not be going to school for the first time at Hogwarts, and you look like you're both twenty and sixty at the same time. The only one who looks even remotely normal is Hermione. This is Hermione, <laughs> and they did age Ron well. Like I'll I say feel that. like they gave him a little a little belly. Yeah, he's they like, did. Which is a well, just... I guess he's not an aura at this point, so. Ha! <laughs> Another Weasley. And Ginny looks so weird. Ginny looks pathetic. Also, according to the cursed child, these two fucking hate each other. Like Yeah, uh, and the Albus cursed child, and uh, Albus and Harry do not get along because everyone's like, Oh, you're the chosen one son. And it's like, why is no one giving James the same shit? Yeah. Why is everyone after Albus? Albus Severus Potter has Justin Bieber hair. Yeah, he does. That's weird. However, when this takes place, it's probably about the era of early Justin Bieber. So, like, that's a little weird. That's a little weird to think about. You know how in The Cursed Child, um, Albus and I forgot his name, but Draco. Yeah, Scorpius. Draco's kid. Scorpius should not have been in Slytherin. He belongs in, like, Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. That's fair. Like, I don't know. I just think all of it's... It was all bad. The Cursed Child really is was. one of the really worst books me. ever written. The Cursed it Child really is a me. really bad fan fiction. Like, it's a really... You can't... For one thing, Voldemort has a child, and that's just awful. Just so awful. I forgot about that. He has a child, for one thing. It was but, a girl, wasn't it? Yeah. But for yeah. another thing, it's a child with Bellatrix, which makes it worse. And for a- how much, how much you want to bet Bellatrix drugged him and then <laughs> went to town with him so she can have his kid. And then oh, he's like, what the fuck? Oh, oh no. Because you know she would. She was in love with that man. He's just like, oh, I- yeah. It's just like, it, I don't know. Like, I feel like if they were going to sleep together, it would have been before his downfall. But like, because that would just make more sense to me when he's not a snake face. But it's true, but also probably under the influence but like, of drugs. Bellatrix died here, though. Like she died, and yet the child that is like Dumbledore, or not Dumbledore, but like Tom Riddle's daughter, goes to school with That's Harry's true. child. So, like, I know she time travels and all this and all that weird shit. So, like, might be from like was born in the past or something like that. But it, that doesn't make any so sense. Weird. It is. Also, so like, Harry travels back in time to, and listens to his own parents be murdered and doesn't do anything about it is really fucking not correct. 
Like, there's no way that Harry, I've never considered the repercussions of anything I've ever done ever, Potter, is going to stand by and let his parents be murdered. No. You tell me that Space time continuum! You're telling me that that fucking kid didn't spend every day of his life thinking about what he would do if he could go back in time and save his parents? You're telling me he didn't think of that? And then given the opportunity to go back in time and save his parents, he's like, no, I'm good. I'm just gonna sit here and listen to them die. No. Fuck that. Fuck that shit i don't think the cursed child is canon i don't i don't consider it canon it's fucking weird for one thing she didn't even write it like jk rowling did not write the cursed child like it was written by other people and they threw her name on it like no it's a bunch of bullshit it's not canon it's super creepy and i don't want to live in a world where voldemort had sex okay like no that's (laughs) disgusting Nobody needs that in their lives. Nobody needed the cursed child to come out. For one thing, you go through all, Harry goes through all of this shit. And like, do I believe that Harry needs a significant amount of counseling before he should be in a relationship, let alone being a parent? Absolutely. Do I think that Harry would be the piece of garbage father that he's made out to be in the cursed child? Absolutely not. Like, that's bullshit. He knows what it's like to have abusive, terrible parents. And you're telling me that's what he turns out to be? No. No, he does not. If anyone is going to be avidly making sure they're the best parent humanly possible, it's going to be Harry. It's going to be Harry. On top of that, you have Ginny as a mom. Like, Yeah, there's no way. You think she's going to let, like, her husband abuse their kids? Like, no. No. Like, Ginny will fully just kick your ass. Like, she will explode your eyes in their sockets if you so much as look at her kid wrong. Like, no. That is absolutely not something that's happening. Also, still fully don't believe that if Harry, or not Harry, but Hermione and Ron got married, that they made it as a couple. Like, I just don't believe they made it as a couple at all. Even even J.K. Rowling admitted that they needed couples counseling. And it's just like, yeah, because they she don't. went on to become Minister of Magic, and he's just an horror. No, he's not even an horror. He works at the joke oh, shop. Yeah. Like he didn't. That's right. It was the joke shop. He just and it's just like and absolutely no offense to the twins joke shop, but like Ron is so beneath Hermione. Like it's just sad. In all honesty, it's just sad. There's so many issues well, with like in all honesty, you take all of my issues with the Harry Potter series, they still don't amount to the amount of issues I have with the epilogue. <laughs> Like, I have more episodes with the epilogue than I do with the entirety of the rest of the series. The epilogue is garbage. The epilogue is uh, just... It, it, we didn't need it. No. We really didn't need a where are they 19 years later. And it wasn't even like a solid 20. It was like a nine, It was 19 years. I don't understand like, why it was 19 years later. Why couldn't you just make it 20 years later? It's, it's stupid. But like, it was the worst it's the same bullshit that It's the same bullshit with like, not connected whatsoever. But like, at Disneyland, the parking lot um speed is 14 miles per hour not 15 14 that's stupid. why that's so stupid why that is so stupid okay lord but like uh, <laughs> i don't know it, it it's just really stupid and and overall like my overall okay let's do overall final thoughts of harry potter all right um i'm gonna start with this school has never had a competent teacher since Tom Riddle uh, was a child. 
um, just at all. Um, they really need both muggle studies and wizarding culture studies as classes. Um, they really need to vet their teachers better. Mm -hmm. um, there isn't any reason that a private institution should have any kind of, uh, of an influence from the government. So Umbridge should never have been allowed to go into the school. And uh, it's really a significant conflict of interest that the headmaster of the school is also a significant political power in the uh, Wizingmont in the ministry and it's also really weird that a lot of people just default politically to a headmaster of a school when they have a minister of magic a head of like the you know the orders and like an entire wizingmont council wizingamont yeah of like people um but they all immediately default to the headmaster of school why the hogwarts houses have so much control over the world outside of uh, Hogwarts is real stupid because nobody should have taken your school house <clears throat> and relate it to any kind of value in the real world whatsoever. Um, Dumbledore. It's only the pretentiousness of the of the UK. Yeah. Because Dermstreet doesn't do that. Or both hands. But um, there were a lot of people like who for years asked Dumbledore to run for minister because they would back him. Yeah. And a lot of people wanted him. And he's just like, I don't want that. He's just like running a school. I can't influence the next generation for my weird psycho cult bullshit if I'm minister of magic. <laughs> too, many, too many people would be able to stare at his like weird doings and question them. The kids aren't going to question him. They just go along with what he says and think he's this, you know, like all knowing, you know, ancient deity basically or cult leader but a yep. full ass adults would start to question his shit and he knows that and that's why he never wanted to do anything else but be headmaster of a school and it's just like yeah it's kind of weird also why is the most protected place in the entirety of magical uk a school why is it more protected than the only government building they have um why is it that a bunch of children can break into the building of the ministry on multiple occasions. Um, Flu powder, flushing themselves down the toilet, dialing a phone, dialing a phone, landing there uh, with a bunch of thrusts and basically walking through the fucking front door. Um, they made it with all, coins. They made it all the way into the Department of Mysteries, the most highly guarded and warded department in like the ministry and they just fucking walked into it like what i'm sorry i'd like to see somebody try to walk into the treasury like go for that yeah you you do that and you tell me how well that goes you just walk right into the senate see how well that's gonna go yeah and it's just like huh probably not <laughs> something that's gonna be able to be done but like you know uh muggles have locks and security and like people who are gonna watch it so make sure a bunch of like nosy ass teenagers don't try to break in but you know the, the wizarding world doesn't need that that's all no they don't need that they have magic oh yeah magic what does it matter because when you're magical you're just invincible and it's just like let's let's be real here wizards are fucking stupid 
Like the like there's one thing if you're kind of if you're like an idiot, okay? But like the complete and utter devoidance of common sense is actually alarming. These are people who have weapons in their hand with unlimited potential. Your the potential of their magic is limited solely based on their imagination. Like they people create spells, they craft spells. You could realistically craft a spell to do anything. And you give it to people who are so devoid of common sense. It's horrifying. These people can control the mind and erase memories and kill people with it like a single wave of a wand. And yet, there's no common sense. There's also no real law enforcement or enforcement of actual laws. No. Only for underage wizardry. Yeah. And, like, the sheer amount of one-sided bigotry in the fact that kids from wizarding families can practice magic all they want by their home, but kids from non-magical families can't. Like, how are these kids doing their homework? Like... (laughs) what and you and the trace might exist but they can't fucking tell who did it like in a in a space you're telling me that if some wizard walked down my street and cast a random ass spell while he was taking a jolly little stroll in the neighborhood that magic could be equated to me and i could get expelled for something i didn't actually do because it's not like one there's gonna be a trial Two, they're going to look for any evidence whatsoever. Three, they're going to—they're not going to use any kind of like pensive memories or truth serum or anything. They're literally just going to come to their own natural ass conclusions. Mm-hmm. And I would end up in Azkaban because some dumbass decided that he wanted to—I don't know—cast lumos <laughs> and walked by my house. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, no, it's the. The Ministry of Magic is so fucking backwards. It's just stupid. And for the record, Tom Riddle is a motherfucking dumbass because he went through all of this because he was afraid to die. And he lived less time than the average muggle lifespan. Like, you dumb motherfucker. Dumbledore you tried lived too to be hard. Like 50- you tried too hard. Dumbledore lived to be like 50 years older than Tom. And it's just like, Tom, if you would have just fucking been a normal fucking person you would have been fine but no you had to go be a noseless dickless snake motherfucker you had to be a walking ken doll and it's just like (laughs) there's i i adore harry potter as a series but my god there are plot holes so So many many plot holes holes. and i was telling someone like today or yesterday i'm like listen i love harry potter Mm -hmm. i love harry potter but I have a lot of things to say about it, both good and bad. So that's true. That's very true. As we've done seven months of this, yeah, yeah, eight, yeah, seven to eight months of this. But like, it's it's. I love Harry Potter. I love watching it. I love reading it. It's so nostalgic to listen to like the intro music of Hedwig's theme song, and like, I absolutely love it in every way. But like. There's a reason I read fanfiction and I read a lot of Harry Potter fanfiction because the actual original series doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Like, but the fanfiction is delightful and amazing and there's nothing better than a really good Harry Potter time travel alternate universe. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, there's so good. 
or even just the ones that follow canon completely until with the exception of like the epilogue and then just like pick up from their lives after that it's really good like harry potter fan fiction if i was going to recommend any series to read fan fiction for it'll always be harry potter like they have the best fan fiction of any fandom i've ever encountered and as somebody who's been reading fan fiction for 15 years i've explored a lot of different fandoms but harry potter fan fiction is is the best fan fiction the best. there is yeah there's like there are so many different fan fictions and different types and different like series and genres and things that fix such specific niche problems or cause very specific niche problems. So, you know, like it's definitely, I see a kitty cat. There's a kitty cat. My mom is holding my chunky boy. Chunky boy. He's like, I want in and the door's closed. Aww. Chunky boy. Here he comes. A baby. A baby. Hi, big guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, come say hi. See, in, in uh, the seventh movie, we had my my baby visit, and now we have your baby visit. Mm-hmm. Look at this big guy. Oh, he's such a good boy. He's a good boy. He is literally our house lion. Oh. He acts like a lion. He is just... He'll go outside, do his thing, you know, hang out. He'll hang out in the house, but, like, he won't get involved in anyone's business. But as soon as he hears someone getting attacked mm-hmm. he goes to them and just breaks it up he just sit, he just waddles over and just sits there and is like knock it off and immediately he goes to the food dish <laughs> like he's right behind you just eating not even surprised that's adorable though he's a good boy he is a good boy we have very good boys well <clears throat> any other final thoughts before we conclude harry potter honestly i think that's it like, I love this series so much. I'm really, really glad we watched it. Um, I'm also really glad that, like, our big series, like, long series is now over. So we can do, like, other variety <laughs> content. We can do other stuff now. We can do, like, other, some other content involved. Like, um, because this will come out towards the end of the year, this episode. Um, and we will start january of 2023 with some standalones we get to start the new year with legally blonde yeah that's a way to start off the year that's fine (laughs) but like for a little while now that we've concluded like another big series uh we are going to do some different things and we are going to uh do some standalone movies we're like legally blonde and some other like classics that i just have not seen um all the john hughes films all of them not all but a majority of them and what 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 films are those john hughes it's like breakfast club pretty in pink uh oh god wait we don't have to watch pretty in pink though right have you seen pretty in pink no Which one is pretty in pink again? Is that the one where they forget her birthday? So that's 16 Candles. So I'm sorry. 16 Candles is the one where they forget her birthday. Pretty in pink is... Oh my god, it's so old looking. 1986. Ah, yes, oh. the dance. It's the dance with her friend Ducky. Oh, okay. At least it's not... Love and social clicks. 
At least it's not Pretty Woman, because that's not happening. Oh, my parents love Pretty Woman. No, I'm not watching. Like, look, there's a line, and Julia Roberts movies are the line. Okay, really? I'm not a Julia Roberts movie fan. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not a Julia Roberts fan. Like, I don't have any issues with her, but like, I don't want to watch her movies. Okay. I was just like, eh. that's. Okay. I'm not a what's fan of anything that... I've I've ever actually seen her in. So, but like, uh, what's the ones that I like her in? The... Um, 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 um. We're going oh to watch some interesting movies, some standalone movies. At some point, I am against my better judgment and fully against my will we will be watching the original star wars trilogy the one yes i am not looking forward to it at all i cannot wait i am so not looking forward like be prepared like as salty as i have been about like twilight and harry potter and like rocky horror picture show like be prepared for next level salt with early Star Wars films because my God, I know I'm ready. The CGI oh, the, alone is. I know. Awful. Uh, the two, one of the two movies that I love with Julia Roberts, besides Pretty Woman, um, and Hook because she plays Tinkerbell, is um, Steel Magnolias. No, I've never seen that. Oh, and Mystic Pizza. I've never even heard of that one. At least I've I've heard really? of Steel Magnolia. Yeah, Mystic Pizza's good. That's weird. But hey, no Julia Roberts movies, and for the love of God, we're not watching Mamma Mia, so. Because I've never seen that either, so. No, we're not. Get that look off your face. Get that fucking look off your face. I will not watch Mamma Like, look, no. There's a line in the sand, and Mamma Mia is so far on the wrong side of the line. Like, but no. But it's Meryl Streep! No, I don't care look at me and tell me this is the face of somebody who gives a fuck like (laughs) no okay okay have you seen my all like one of my ultimate favorite films my big fat greek wedding yes yes i've seen that okay i have seen that okay i know there's a sequel there's a sequel right there's a sequel they tried making a show it flopped it was terrible um they're also making a third one i've seen the first one I, I didn't. First one's amazing. One. Second one is good. Like it has its moments, but the first one is just. Mm. Yeah, I have. To I would like one. to watch that around Easter time. If we can, if we can, like do that one for like an Easter special, because it could be cute. I will. I look. I'll give you this. We can watch my big fat Greek wedding, as long as I never have to watch Mamma Mia. That's fine. Okay, good. Because holy fuck, I, I can't. I can't. Like- I, I I will I will take that bargain. Okay, that's fine then. I've seen I've seen my big factory wedding a couple times. Like that's fine. So. And I will have Aaron join us because y- you're gonna just hear us quoting the whole thing the entire fucking night. <laughs> I need to find like a movie I know that well, and I make you guys watch it. I mean, I it's am. It's not zombie beavers. I'm not gonna subject you to the zombie beavers, but like, I mean, like a movie <laughs> that I've seen that many times that I like, I know the words and stuff too. To be fair, we are kind of doing that when we watch Vampire Sucks. I've seen Vampire okay. Sucks so many times. Just, I love that movie. It's a, and you are going to love Vampire Sucks though. Like, it's a fucking amazing. I'm looking forward to it because it's gonna be you, me, Aaron, and Amber. Yeah. And it's going to be really good. And we're going to watch the uh, explicit version. So, like, that's yes. fine. 
it's it's very it's very good it's all yes. of the things that you love to make fun of about twilight but yes i love it all much better so no you'll absolutely love it and i can't i can't wait for just december for like the episodes for our parody episodes to come out because oh my god they're gonna be so good we're actually recording our first are we yeah we're doing uh, is that tomorrow yeah vampires no very potter no vampire sucks Uh, very potter one is tomorrow oh fuck i forgot very potter was tomorrow already jesus um and vampire and very potter 2 is next next wednesday yeah so I can't wait. You're gonna fucking love. You're gonna fucking love it. It's so good. So I'm excited. It's I'm so excited. it's so good. You're you're gonna love it. But um, yeah, we are done with Harry Potter. We're done. Done with Harry Potter. That's. I can't believe we're actually done. I know. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been so fucking long that we've spent on Harry Potter. So what's really bizarre is that we're coming to the end of our first year of as a podcast. I know, and like, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, like it's, we have nine hundred followers on Instagram. Oh God, how did that happen? I truly cannot begin to tell you. I have no idea. Now, now that we talk about it, let me be curious. Let's go back to RSS, see what our uh, global is. If it's changed, it's. Oh, I gotta be so bad. We've done so very much. We are coming to the end of the year. And the end of our first year as a podcast, our one-year anniversary obviously is not until March, um, for which we have fun things planned, and uh, which I can't wait for, so that'll be great. And, uh, yeah. Um, Still not in China and Japan, but it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. We are, we are popping on the West, the West Coast, yeah. the Northeast, the Southeast, and... The UK and the Netherlands. We have a lot of listeners in the Netherlands. Okay. Well, in Belgium. In Belgium specifically. It's just red. All right. Go Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. (laughs) Shout out to the listeners in Belgium. Like, yeah. All right. There you go. Holy fuck. You're not kidding. Yeah. Several in South America. We have some in Africa. Yeah. One in Nigeria. We got Nigeria, Kenya, and South Africa. Yeah. We got some in India. You've got them in, where is this? Still India. In Manipur and Shilong. That is so cool. Got them in, where is this? What is this? Is that the border of Vietnam? Yes. Wow. That is Vietnam. I got some in Singapore. Yep. Look at that. Australia, New Zealand, Philippines. UK is really over there just lit up, ain't it? (laughs) We got we got one in fucking Israel. Look at that. All right. I can't read that, but I cannot read that either. But like, awesome. That's right there. That's so cool. Yeah. Look at look at this. London. I know who that is in London, but like, who the hell is in Belgium? Thank you, Belgium. Yeah. Thanks, Belgium. There's ones in Ireland. Like I know. That is so cool. Is one in Glasgow? Yes, my Scottish peeps. That's so cool. We really appreciate the fact that so many of you listen to this. Like, this is amazing for us. Shout out to 
all of our listeners in all honesty you've like you've come so far with us you've gone through such a a wild journey from twilight to like horror stories to harry potter to like a supernatural fuck mary kill (laughs) still one of my favorite things we've done honestly same but like y'all have really have just been through some stuff with us and like we really really appreciate it and we really hope you enjoy the things that we do next so um you can hit us up on our website if you'd like to drop us uh, like a message about what you'd like to see from us next whether recommendations messages reviews um likes yeah just general comments if you just want to say hey you know like that that works friendly yeah well we're very salty but we're friendly (laughs) there's a lot of salt (laughs) but we promise we'll be nice to you um but, you know, like, just come say hey, whether it's on our website, our social media, like, we have both Instagram and Facebook at the Sorry Not Sorry Generation. Um, we also have a store for anyone who wants to rep the horror that is everything yeah, we've done. Yeah, we got our Zazzle up. More so, more merch coming soon. Yeah, there'll be some more merch after the new year. Um, but, you know, you guys can totally check it out, check us out, and uh, reach out if you want to. But we really, really appreciate the fact that you guys have jumped on this crazy bandwagon with us. And we're here to entertain. At the very least, we're here to entertain, if not confuse and mystify at the same time. So, yeah, that too. But That's what we're good at. But yeah, thank you guys so, so much for journeying with us to the wizarding world of Harry Potter and back. So we have uh, punched your ticket to back to platform nine and three quarters to go home. We don't want to leave either because Hogwarts is my home. But Hogwarts is definitely go. my home. But you go. Go, uh, go complete a mastery or like a muggles studies of some sort at a university and uh, maybe bring introduce common sense into the wizarding world. You know, like they can use it. So they could definitely use if you're it. gonna do anything uh, in the wizarding world, bring some common sense. You'll go much further than anybody we've seen in this series if you do. <laughs> so, like, you will outstrip Harry and Voldemort and Dumbledore so very much if you just bring a little logic to the table, just just a wee bit, just a wee bit. But um, thank you guys so so much, and we will see you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns. Voldemort, 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 Voldem